Hello, welcome again to another episode of Talk Architecture, focusing on the last part that we have discussed earlier on educational core value that was proposed by the Minister of Education with regard to poverty of children who are in the bottom 40% of the population where they are in a family which has to struggle to make ends meet and sometimes have to deal with poverty in urban or in rural areas. And in particular with regard to malnutrition a means or device or technology and spaces for learning. We mentioned about this, the design thesis projects, in particular, a secondary school that had embodied the concept that is relating to food security, that is relating to spaces for learning, and that is relating to the issues of the means to create small businesses in school compounds. Obviously, the um, Education Minister might be thinking about other uh, ways of solving this problem in terms of policies and relief, um, more to do with financial uh, benefits and also training, educational training for the families that, that, that are, um, who has children was suffering from malnutrition now. I'm coming from the perspective of architecture and architecture fraternity who probes into this issue of community. Community in terms of what is community architecture? What do do we do when we talk about community architecture, how do we gain information? How do we get uh, to hypothesize, to find the problems, maybe in terms of design or other issues, which could strengthen or justify the projects that we conjure or that we um, focus on? in dealing with this problem. There's always the chicken and egg thing where is it the, the issues come first or is it the projects come first? Obviously for a project that is a year long project in the final fifth year of architecture education, you could deal with the issues first and in the projects that we deal, dealt with, we focus on the area of intervention, that there is a real uh, problem in this area. And we came into the area not knowing these issues. Maybe we've read about it or we have um, uh, known, we have had known this in terms of um, a general uh, information about urban poverty. But we would never know unless we ask and we ask the right questions. And 
then set out to do some sort of a master planning. And that's how we approach our investigation into the design thesis. Now, 2018, we did that in that year, and now it's 2022, four years later. And we have the education ministry come up with these core values and resonate. It seems to be that architecture has a purpose. Urban planning or um, community architecture in the right way to use that term. Figured out <coughs> that um, issue earlier on than the education ministry because that's what we do. Design thesis is what is the is the pinnacle or is the the. If you were to look at architecture education, that's four years before and four years after fifth year, which means that you started out in architecture practice. In actual fact, these are the years in which this, shall we say, nine years uh, of architecture education, although some of it is in practice, is when you actually dig in, trying to ask questions, uh, being more theoretical or philosophical about the built environment, and looking at architecture from the lens of the um, inquirer or, um, you know, the eye of uh, looking to society and society's problems, you can always close your eyes and do fantastical project for the developer or for your client in terms of you don't think about the B40s or the societal problems. Obviously, you can do that because that is being encouraged. But when we talk about how architects could actually be relevant to society, this is the opportune time to illustrate that architecture can be relevant to society. Therefore, talking about this project four years later and coincidentally with the Ministry of Education looking and probing into this problems, you can suddenly see the relevance of it all. I mentioned about Yasmin Naziha's project, which is a secondary school project. And if you were to read the blog on what has been discussed or go back to the podcast, I have been, we had an interview with Yasmin. There was this question about the problem lies in the school because searching, she was asking questions about the site. I mean, not just secondary school in general, or just not focusing on the building or the school building, but focusing on the people and what's happening. Who are these people? Because different schools have different const uh, constituents of people. The, the, the people that make up certain schools come from certain backgrounds more than other people. So different schools have different com composition, I'm saying that. And, and um, here we have a very big population in Kampong Krinchi of people who are in the bottom 40 of the population who has to, for example, the father or the male figure has to take on 
three or four jobs in order to, to make ends meet. Or the mother has to work as well, a couple of jobs. And they live in uh, some accommodation that's most probably congested and have poor maintenance, um, noise, high noise level, lack of privacy for everyone. And really, that's the way it was designed, those social housing or public housing that we call um, PPR flats. And um, these flats outside, the areas outside are congested with cars uh, not able to move and parking all around the housing area. And uh, there are no place for recreation and lack of space or it's really far to go to places like that. And in situations like this, where are the spaces for for um, learning? So the design thesis by the student of architecture, in the case of Naziha, Yasmin Naziha and Changher, Chang was looking at um, an area which is being abandoned or in transition, an area that has a lot of elderly in the population, though there are some schools, an area that lack of imagination. And thus he came up with the botanical garden idea for spaces for learning. In fact, for Kampong Kerinci, we also have other students doing project for spaces for learning, such as Evalues um, recreational spaces in between the blocks. And generally, when the students of that batch tackling, tackling Kampong Krinchi, which is an area so, so entrenched with issues of urban poverty and which relates to architecture, it's kind of like a big challenge for the students. And some of them would not really want to do anything to do with the housing area running away from that challenge but eventually all of them came up to it and uh, faced the challenges head-on with the help of the external panel and the studio masters at that time because we keep on having to ask the questions we have one thing that we can do is investigate the site look at the problems observe map it out ask questions about what we see and then investigate. Architecture is not to do with the, the um, concrete and motor. Architecture is also to do with the people. So looking beyond concrete and motor, things that they have been rel- um, relying on ever since they started in the first year, pretty architectural aesthetics and styles. Now they have to find another way of investigation. And so, hence the relevance of architecture now. When we hear of the education minister mentioning about the core value, the third core value, malnutrition, We have had students of architecture dealt with food security. 
the same batch, Najiha was dealing with primary school education, where the curriculum is focused on urban farming. And to the extent that the school becomes almost like a farm and you could learn all the other subjects, all the science subjects, all the other subjects, interaction, the social um, connectivity that is really important in primary school in terms of students really trying to understand about the world outside their own. And um, quite a number of other projects as well, like Cheryl's uh, primary school also dealt with uh, sustainability in a way, although there's, there's no urban farming, but green architecture was important in spaces of learning. When we look at ideas around us, the possibilities of creating these ideas, the, the creativity for innovation is there. We deal with drawings, we deal with vision, and we can go and explore all those things. With the programs that we come up with after we have studied all these topics, all these topics that the education minister has mentioned. Now, core values means that there is something, we talk about value, we're talking about something that is highly important to look at in order so that everyone that is connected with education would investigate when it comes to researcher, when it comes to um, policy makers and all the individuals, the professional individuals that want to make education much better for the public. This is something that is really sincere in the attempt to solve the problems of the children who are deprived in terms of basic necessities. We talk about malnutrition and the idea that, you know, you don't have a way out of it. Um, and enabling the community with the local government, with the um, management of the housing, with communities, coming up with solutions to solve the problems. And architecture can be adapt to resolving the problems. We see that this possibilities to actually resolve the problem in, in terms with our hands, doing it ourselves, in terms of building a better community physically and taking care of it, maintaining it and sustaining it for the future is very much ideas that the architect will come up with. Aesthetics will fall into place when rationality in terms of the functionality of these spaces, both individual spaces, looking Edwards, the little units of home to outside, the connecting units, the spaces in between and clusters of building and blocks of building and roads and community services, community facilities, Kapong Krinchi project, 
I've managed to interview and publish a number of them in the blog, designthesis.wordpress.com. But there were other projects that I did not manage to interview the students of architecture of that year, which dealt with community as well. Someone dealt with kindergarten, someone dealt with uh, Mara Bazaar or the food court, turning it into a um, multi, um, what do you call it, mixed development to get, to have the extra income and we have the mosque, we have the library, we have other other um, projects, they are community oriented um, and solving the problems of Kampung Krinchi. A testimony of such an endeavor to do a design thesis project focusing on Kampung Krinchi, which on the outside, people were scared. I mean, the students, the tutors were not sure about how do we deal with this. Eventually, some students connected um, some sites together and create a mini master plan because the area is vast. In fact, there was a um, indoor water or a sewerage area um, which housed the corporate office and training center for Indoor Water, which is the name of the corporation that deals with sewerage. And then there's a link towards the other side to upgrade or create like another market, a wet market, a, a bigger development with uh, small businesses to accompany that program on the other side. So it is a huge area. And that was uh, Ahmad Z's project. I think he was interviewed. <clears throat> so were the others. They were interviewed like Cheryl, Yasmin, Ahmad Zaldiarga, and um, Amirul Hakim. I will talk about TVET in another episode. So don't forget that the design thesis is a way for us to understand our who we are. It is about identity. Who we are as Malaysians and the connections we have with Malaysians who may be less privileged than us. We meet them on the streets, we meet them in the markets, we meet them in our offices. And these connections are important. And our students of architecture, when they now they are, have graduated since, four years has gone by where they've already been working um, in uh, companies uh, in Malaysia. And like I said earlier, fifth year is at the end of the fourth year after four years of studying architecture, and then there's four years after um, fifth year. I think it's high time for us to interview as well these individuals and how design thesis, whether they have helped them to see and acquaint better with other Malaysians, acquaint better with the subjects that they were dealing with. How much was the education that we enabled or we managed to facilitate and assist them and guide them at that particular year, whether that, those questions 
were hard enough, whether those questions were relevant enough for them to understand who they are and who Malaysians are. So when we talk about educational core value number three and linking towards some projects in that design thesis year, it's just an example of the values and the word value has been used here by the ministry and in much policy making anyway. And the word value here is decidedly an important word in which we investigate our world and how we value the world, how we value ourselves as part of this world. So that is all on part two of educational value translated into projects. In terms of discussing or elaborating further on the relevance of design thesis in the education of architects. Thank you very much.